Blog Talk Radio. Recruiting animal here. Isn't that great music? It really is. Okay, on July 14th, <laughs> it's not July 14th, it's June the 14th. June 14th, 2017. That's today. And I want to tell you about yesterday, though. Yesterday, I read an article, an interesting article by a CEO. And he said, at our company, at our company, we've got one knockout question that we always ask when we hire somebody and here it is what do you think of ham and cheese on a bagel ham and cheese on a bagel and the correct answer is this is a clear case of offensive cultural appropriation and here's why in the bible it says you're not supposed to eat pork and here we have ham and in the bible it says you're not supposed to eat meat and milk and here we have ham and cheese now these things are not bad in themselves i like ham and i like cheese and i like ham and cheese together but in this case we're putting them on bread that has been taken from people to whom these things mean a lot. And that is offensive. And that is wrong. And it reveals a profound lack of empathy. And empathy is the key to good leadership. And good leadership is the key to a successful company. So if you don't get it, you don't get the job. We don't want you. We'll send you on your way with our best wishes, of course, hoping that you will continue to use our products and continue to recommend our company to your talented friends. And that's the end of the letter. And I'm going to say, look, everybody, if you want to learn about empathy, you've come to the right place. On Jerry, Jerry, what show is that? The Recruiting Animal about uh, 60 seconds early on that. That's just, that was a short monologue. Luckily, well, I keep... wasn't in the bathroom. Luckily, <laughs> I wasn't in the bathroom. You keep telling me to shorten it up, so I, I, I listen. Well, yeah, Maureen says I listen to, to you too much. you got to let me know when you're going to shorten it up, dude. That... <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, okay. Okay, before we get going, uh, you know, I'll worry about your way. problems later. You keep telling me to make it shorter when I make bread? it shorter. That's what I want to know. Okay. Well. Is it unleavened bread? Okay. Is that what a bagel is? No. I can't. I can barely hear you. Uh, you're in your truck, and the sound isn't too good. Let me turn up my sound, okay? Yeah. I got to get I gotta get Billy driving around looking for, looking for a Denny's. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Out in the inter- interlands. <laughs> okay. Before we get going, uh, I want to thank my sponsors. Uh, before the show even starts, Martin you Snyder. You are welcome. 
from <laughs> from PC Recruiter, the Swiss Army knife of recruiting software, and Nin Tran, N-I-N-H Tran of Hire Tool, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L. What kind of sponsor is that? I have to spell the name every time. Anyway, it's a hot news sourcing tool, hire tool. And I, I would also like to remind you that Jim Durbin, I don't know if he's here today, but he's a regular caller, regular guest, and he said he's starting a new recruiter training program at sourcingworklab.com. Sourcingworklab.com. Check it out. All the info's on his website. And I'd like to warn everybody today that if you're not quiet when I say I'm going to do my ads, I'm going to mute you, and I'll mute everybody if I have to. I've begged and I've pleaded about this long enough, okay? Now's the time for action. I- I'm not going to chilly-shally around about this anymore. Now, great to my fantastic guest. Chilly a wonderful Sally. guest. Is that a well, shout-out bet- to Shelly? <laughs> you know what? If you start that up, he's going to call up and say who's making fun of him, okay? I don't want that again. So, look, a wonderful sure? guest. One of our favorite guests, Maureen, the great mm-hmm. Amy Miller. Oh, yeah. Is she here? I'm here. Is she here? Yay. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, you, you don't me. answer. You had Get me worried. Hey, can you talk closer to your mic? I can't hear you. <laughs> you can't. I can't hear, hear Jerry. Now. I can't hear the guest. I can hear Maureen. Okay. Hey, are so we going to sing Hard Day's Night? Because I think it's you, not us. That's not true. Okay, are we going to sing Hard Day's Night, uh, Amy? Amy, Hard Day's Night, you know that song? Sure, yeah. We'll we'll do the part when I'm home. When I'm home, everything seems to be right. When I'm home, Amy, you holding me tight. Come on, tight, yeah. Tight. That's not it's much been to do. a hard okay. day. Not, yeah, okay, Maureen, let's go. You, you sing like Lucy. Okay, let's go. Let's move on. Do you want let's singers or don't you? Yeah, That's I do. That's why you don't want singers, because you make fun <laughs> of everyone. You're the only one with the guts, okay? I have to credit you for that. Now, look, well. Amy's name is Amy Miller, but for some bizarre reason, she, her, her, her Twitter address, if you want to make fun of her or praise her while she's on the show, it's Alla Recruiter, A L A recruiter okay and she's a, an internal it recruiter with a great metropolitan software company just like superman right and this is her elevator mm-hmm. speech i discovered it just the other day when people ask her what she does she says i try to pull people out of perfectly reasonable situations at amazing companies <laughs> that's, and try yeah. to convince them that my company is not evil that's that's exactly what she says <laughs> Sounds like something I'd say. <laughs> I, I've got it in print, okay? And uh, But she also said, she also said, it seemed to me that, I'm just introducing her, okay? I'll do a better introduction than any guest does of themselves. She said she wants to go on top recruiter in yoga pants with no makeup. Is that true? And a glass of wine that in is, your hand. Yes. And a glass of wine in my hand, maybe two. That's just Absolutely. because you're... Absolutely. Re- I, I would totally do that. You're authentic. That's because you're an authentic person. You're going to get the real Amy today. And I also discovered, I discovered a lot of stuff preparing for this show, that uh, at work, they call you the closer. You got an email from one of your internal clients that said, uh, you are our secret weapon, the closer. That's That's something. 
Did that you is. get that and try? I did you try that. to get a raise? <laughs> Why do they call you? Uh, well, we are we are coming up to our review period here at this uh-huh. big old metropolitan software company, so we will be discussing that during my review. Absolutely. Why do they call you the closer? People want to know the losers out in the so, audience. Yeah. No, first of all, so in this particular instance, what made the particular manager send that email is I closed, uh, we had three candidates interview, and one of them was a very strong principal-level female engineer, so that was a big deal, and then there was a couple of other really strong engineers from competitor companies, and I got all three of them to accept our offer. So it was a lot of, you know, negotiation back and forth. I had to present some. You know what? I, I, that's too vague. I, oh, no. Before. That's what not how you know? tell a story. Okay, that's not benefit. how you tell a story. There's no takeaway there. You say, we had the female engineer. Okay. She said this. Yeah. I said this. She said this. I said that. And that's how I closed her. She was resistant, but, you know, this is how I countered her step by step. Otherwise, you're talking this kind of, you know, Airy fairy verbiage. Here's what we did. Here's what we did. Okay, she had multiple competing offers. And so I had, I set up with my team, you guys need to take her to lunch, take her to the visitor center. Here's all the things you're going to do to have her come in post offer to get to know the team and, and see what it's going to be like to work here. And we did that. I don't think anyone else did. And she chose us. So you didn't close them. You didn't close her. Somebody else took her to the cafeteria (laughs) and closed her. I led the closing activities. I set it up. I orchestrated. Uh, Can I interject? I thought it was. Yeah, go ahead. I'm surprised, Amy. It's it's Jerry in Indiana. Hi, Jerry. I'm surprised you would have extended. (laughs) No, not yet. I'm surprised that you extended an (laughs) offer without knowing 100% that it would be accepted. Isn't that funny? I, I've actually given that up. I've evolved, Jer. I, I've evolved oh. my stance so on you're, offers that don't get accepted. Unbelievable. And okay, you call Maureen, yourself a okay? professional. Maureen, is it okay that I let Jerry say that? <laughs> yes. I just want your approval, okay? <laughs> I want Jerry to oh. stop groaning. So much. Yeah, okay. I, I I like his groaning. Okay, okay. I don't mind okay. it. It's it's. Okay. I, I don't have to always tell the guests they're boring. Jerry kind of does it for me. Okay. Hey, uh, animal. All I want. Uh, yeah. What? My 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 sweet eleven year old daughter would like to be an advertiser for your show. Yeah. Oh, she makes she makes pet She makes. No, she makes pet bandanas and sells sells them worldwide. You can find her okay. Etsy store. Her Etsy store yeah. is Hannah's Bandanas by Hannah. Check you it out. Hannah. Bandanas by Hannah. Wait. On Etsy. Jerry. They're, they're so cute. She's now doing. Oh, I can't say. Go ahead. Kathy, what? you want Jerry. to talk to Jerry quick, please? <laughs> yeah. What was, I that? Do. what was that? Jerry. Can hey, you hear me? Hey, bandanas one person by at a time. One person at a time. Bandanas by Kathy. Hannah. On Kathy. Etsy. Kathy. Kathy. Go ahead, please. Yeah. I can't say much today, but. Those are the most darling accessories you've ever seen. My son has Thank all you. these different bow ties that he puts on his kitty. The Hannah customer service, unbelievable. She's darling. It really is. Dedicated. Okay. Watching, watching her do this has been just incredible. 
Yeah, wait, okay. Wait. You know what? We'll do it later in the show, okay? I, I, I got to get... a budding entrepreneur. You know what? I got to do the show, and I got... I will get back to Hannah before the show's over, okay? How do you say that word? I told you I'm going to mute everybody, okay? I'm going to mute you if I have to. I want to talk to the guest. This might be a new record. I want to talk to the guest. Here it goes. That's it. Here it goes. Here it goes. Don't do it. Have we Here had a show go off the rails this quickly before, or is this uh, a new Jerry's gone. Maureen's gone. Yeah. What's what's the other area codes <laughs> that I have to block? Okay. Okay. Here we go. All right. Uh, Amy, you you said yes. you've got some awesome sourcers working with you. I thought you'd do your own I sourcing. Do. I do a little bit, but I I have amazing sourcers. They're just they're incredible. What, what's I so good? What's so good about them? them? What's so good about them? They bring me amazing candidates from specific competitors, and they also join me for calls with my businesses. So the way that we're set up, I'm aligned to a particular business. Our sourcers are aligned to a specific profile. So we have deep leaning, deep learning scientists, recruiters. We have, you know, computer vision engineer recruiters or whatever. They're, they're all very specified to a particular talent segment. And that talent could go anywhere within my company. So they don't necessarily have to come to my team. They're not uh, you focused know what? on my You've team. You've lost me. I asked you how you, you got good sources. You know, you're usually a good guest. Yeah. What's wrong with you today? No. Okay. <laughs> I have to help you. So, okay. You know, sometimes animal having context of how people operate. No, you no, context is boring. Context is boring. Get to the nitty gritty. Context then if you important. have to explain yourself, so, we can backpedal then. Oh, let me just lead you, okay? Oh, just follow me, lead me. Follow me. Follow yep. me. Don't make okay. me block you as oh. well, okay? Because I got enough material <laughs> to do the whole show myself. I can tell you. I, I did a lot of research could. today. I, 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 I can answer. I've t- written down everything you've ever written on the Internet, and I can ask the questions hey. and then read your answers, okay? So if look. it's on the Internet, it must be true. Yeah, okay. Look, uh, do these people just recruit online, or, like, how do they do their – I mean, their sourcing? Is it strictly LinkedIn? What do they do? How, what's so special? No, about the, they use help? all kinds of tools. They go to conferences. They do all the deep, dark, web matter sourcing. They do all that cool stuff that people are talking about at, you know, all these mm-hmm. conferences. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't sit mm-hmm. right next to them and watch, but I know they're not only on LinkedIn. They are on LinkedIn for sure, but that's not the only place. Okay, now you told me – you know, in spite of all the research I've done, that you've got some specific stories that you want to share with us. You want to start uh, yeah. telling them, tell me what they are, and if they're no good, I'll, I'll tell uh, you. About about offer declines? Whatever you want, kind of okay? Just start talking. That. i got a show. <laughs> okay. So there is some conventional wisdom out in the recruiter sphere that recruiters should only make offers that are accepted. I disagree. And here's why. Case in point, I was working with a specific business who was very firm in their request. They wanted a certain kind of talent coming from certain companies. So it's really hard. You know, I mean, we're a big, well-known company, but we're trying to pull from other big, well-known and that, that's not always easy to do. But we did it because my sourcers are amazing. So we had a really great pipeline of engineers and scientists from three specific organizations. We had very strong pipeline that actually was converting really well. So probably two-thirds of the people that we were submitting were going to technical screen. The Half of the technical screens we were interviewing. Get to the point. Get to the point. Were, get to the point. Get to the point. 
half of those interviews were getting offers, but then when it came time to offer, half of them turned us down. 50% decline rate animal. Is your audience freaking out? How painful is no, that? But you're calling yourself the closer? Give me a break. So That's a positive thing. Jim, let her finish, okay? I, I'm, I'm begging her to people. get this far. Exactly. Jim, I already, pl- so I already plugged your site. Let her finish, please. what we learned. Here's what we learned. So when we looked back, we did this for about two months, and we gathered all this data, and then we looked back and said, here's where it's falling apart. Here's the strong pipeline, the right it's good conversion rate. Everything else is good. We're not getting to accept, and here is why. And so we gathered that specific data asking those candidates, why did you turn us down? Why did you say no? What was better than this? And we figured out that it was around, typically around job content. They wanted a bigger, better job than what they were currently doing. A lot of times we fall into this trap of offering someone the same position they're already in. It's a lateral move in a lot of cases. Why would someone great leave an otherwise great position unless the position we're offering is just that much better? We have completely rethought the way we're looking at offers and the way we're interviewing candidates, and our offer rate is going back up. Hold on. Why did you even bring these people in? Why did they say they were willing to come in? I mean, did they have no idea of what they were coming to to get? I mean, how did you get them to come in? How did I get them to come in? Yeah, they, you, you didn't offer them hey, anything ahead, worth coming there for. You don't know that it wasn't worth coming there for. You don't know until you go through the process. How do you know? You can't say no to an offer you don't have, animal. That's recruiting Jim, 101. Jim, you can turn Jim, down did you want to say something? You, with her, man. Down. you don't even know what you're saying no to yet. I, I totally oh, no. agree with her. This idea oh. that only candidates, like they're obligated to take your job because you're so awesome is why most people don't, who are good don't interview. You should wow. have people constantly turn down your offers because you're going after great people. Now, maybe not for bank teller, but if you're hiring someone good, they should say no to you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bring everybody in. Let them and take a look and say no. you what you're turning down until you go through the process. And we learned, and it was a tough lesson, but it was something we had to go through with this business to say, if you want to win this talent, it's not even about money because we'll pay. You know, it's, it's really never about the money because we can get there, but it's about the opportunity. It's about the promotional track. It's about the work that they're going to be doing. If you want the people that are luminaries elsewhere, guess what? You better offer them a luminary opportunity. Okay, so and let me come to the point on this. So blah, 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 blah. what are you doing now that's different than what you did before? And be concise. Be concise. That's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, why? <laughs> so what, what we're – yeah, absolutely. No, no, that's fair. So what we're doing now, we're doing a couple things. So with this particular talent segment, we are making sure going into the conversation that we would consider a, a more robust role. or We would look at someone and factor in, are they close to promotion at their current gig? Would we be able to give them something bigger than the job that they're currently in? Okay. So we look Here's at that what I hear. Here's what I hear you saying. Here's what I – let me finish – Here's, sorry, here's what I hear you saying and what I hear Jim saying too and what I get shot down for. I say when you're recruiting for a, a job, you get somebody great on the line, 
you know, it's really worthwhile to say, look, I'm not sure what's going to happen, but why don't you come in and just have a chat with the people and see if there's something there worthwhile for you. That's what you're saying. And that, I believe that that's yeah. not a bad idea. And just like Jim says, you're going to get turned downs, but at least you sort of build a relationship with somebody. Is that sure. what you're telling us? Of course. Well, okay. Absolutely. I think we go a little I, further. When- with the people I mean, that turned us down it's not as if we just you know had a bad breakup and we're never going to talk again we're still occasionally having conversations i've connected those candidates with other parts of my company if they're interested so it, it's not like we're just going to have sour grapes about the whole thing and never speak to them again we recognize okay, Jim, that Jim, you know Jim, 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 i gotta move on yeah. i got i got i got i got feedback for you amy something you said is not right but jim wants to say something well, first well, you, you don't just step in and say, come kick tires. You do still make sure they might be interested. You figure out what makes sense. It's not about wasting time, but you, did you get a reasonable shot at the person, and do you know why you lost it? So it's, that, that's a good thing. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of mixed messages from you guys. I don't, I don't understand. I don't have How's a clue what it? you're talking about now. I'm moving on. Okay. Amy said money is never an issue. Okay. Amy's also got a posting online. I don't know if I'm supposed to reveal this where she said she was hiring (laughs) data scientists. She was hiring data scientists. And this person, just like this female engineer, maybe it was the same person. They, she, they have multiple offers. She said that's very common for her. And so this person was kind enough to share honestly what the other offers were. Amy said she almost had a heart attack, right? Yeah. Now, it's happened a did few you times. get sure. did you did you did you get to hire those people? You said the person was six months out of university and was getting offers for three fifty or something like that. Well, I wouldn't hire someone six months out of university, so I don't know. My okay. people have to be okay. at least a year out of university. Okay. That story I told you <laughs> when when you you wanted to hire this uh-huh. person and they were telling you what the other companies were offering, you were yeah. shocked. What did you do? Did you, yeah. did you, you, just said, you just said you've got deep pockets. It's never an issue. Yeah. But it also has to be within balance, right? Like just because somebody is coming in with, you know, these big lofty offers doesn't mean that we're justified in bringing them here for the same. I, are they as good as or better than people we already have on the team or other candidates we're talking to? So I understand that someone's worth to company A may be X amount. It doesn't necessarily mean that company B is going to apply that same value within reason, right? Like it should never yeah, be. Yeah, you know so what, Amy, you're giving part. me answers. You're talking out of both sides of your mouth. I don't understand anything you're saying, but here's something else no, you said. You uh, 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 here's something else you said. You wanted to know how to compete with people who uh, with uh, massive pre IPO stock offers, mm-hmm. right? What's this? People are, yeah. are getting offers from startups right. that are, are promising them a lot of stock before they go public. Did you, did you answer that question about how to deal sure. with that when you've got a, a candidate you like? Did I answer the comp- it? You asked that question. Oh, a while yes, I did ago. ask I'm that one... question. So are you asking, did, did you I come... answer my own question? Did you come up with an answer? Did you discover an answer? <laughs> yes. 
I well, I'd have to. I'm sure we did. We had a pretty robust conversation about it, I think. But here, the bottom line is this, and I said this to the candidate. You know, you have the promise of potential monopoly money, or you have actual stock here. So it's really, it's what do you want? It's what do you, the candidate, what are you interested in? What's gonna, you know, what's important to you? If if you feel strongly enough that this monopoly money could turn into real money down the road, you should go there. If you're maybe not so sure, or there's other factors. Animal, what am I doing? See what she's doing? She's calling it monopoly. Yeah, she's invalidating money. your experience. <laughs> she's saying you're delusional. You know? She's making real, real, real money. It's a very it subtle, real? very persuasive dig. I, I'm okay, just saying, everybody. I don't know that you can spend like that today. Options. You know? Okay. Okay, I got to do an ad. Everybody's all, all, by the way, I, I reopened everybody up after I calmed them down for a second. Nobody's talking. That's okay with me because I have to do an ad right now. Hey, everybody. Open it up, did you? Yeah, you're all, you've been open for 15 minutes, Jerry, but I'm glad you didn't say anything. Okay, you know Martin Snyder, everybody. Yeah, okay, don't make me, uh, don't make me block you again because I'm doing the ad right now, okay? Okay. Hey, everybody. You know. There he goes. Look at that. Impossible. Anyway, you know Martin Snyder, everybody. He's the boss over at PC Recruiter. And he tells me that when you buy recruiting software, if you've got a brain in your head, you shouldn't just focus on the built-in capabilities of your ATS or the CRM itself. No, don't have an obsession with the ATS itself. You have to have perspective. You've got to start thinking about the ATS partners, the vendors' partners, and the quality of their integrations. And PT, PT, no, PC Recruiter. It's proud of its partners. It loves to put them on display. And I'm going to tell you some of their names right now. Hireable, Text Colonel, Broadbean, Logic Melon. Love that name. Ring Central. I like that, too. And there's more, but those are the ones I'm always thinking of. Logic Melon. They work with PC Recruiter, and they're good. So go check out PC Recruiter right now because PC Recruiter loves you. They don't care what kind of recruiter you are. If you're a recruiter, they love you. And they're at PCRecruiter.net. PCRecruiter.net. And don't forget Martin Snyder, S-N-Y-D-E-R. He's all over Facebook. You can talk to him anytime you want. You know, the big question everyone asks in every recruiting group, what ATS should I get? What ATS should I get? Well, the guy's right there. Talk to him. Thank you. Okay, back to our Back to our guest. Okay, Amy, do you, do you have any other great stories, or should I, you know, maybe ask you some questions? It, it's totally up to you. We can talk about whatever you want to talk about. Okay, but Jerry, can I tell you the point that Jerry, I think you're on. missing? Jerry, hold on. Shut the window in the truck. We hear the wind <laughs> blowing. Okay? I'm to find loser. a yeah. Okay, hey, what, is he, what do you want to say, no Amy? No idea who that is. No idea. Here's the point. Here's yeah. the point that I want to make sure is not missed, okay? This offer turndown discussion was so much bigger than just the fact that we didn't hire a few people. This was about the, the mindset and the methodology that the hiring managers were using when making these decisions, and it was about me and my role as an influencer and someone to help drive a different conversation and different behaviors. Okay. Yeah, okay. I listened to you talk. Hold on. Oh, you know what? I'm going to quote Amazon. Okay, let me go find that. We had to change the way we were approaching this. 
that's what's important, and that's what good recruiters should be doing. You changed the way, but you know what? You know, I'm going to quote Jerry. I've got him on tape if you want to hear it. I can play it right on the show. I didn't learn wait, anything. Wait, 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 wait a minute. What do you uh, – this is – I hate. I didn't learn anything. I learned nothing. I'm always trying to take something away, and I listen to you with your big story, and there's nothing I can take away. I don't get it, okay? There you go. Now, here's a question. Uh, Amy, well, maybe you're trying to tell us you're disruptive. Are you disruptive, Amy? I'm Sure. I'm sure people would use that word in my direction. <laughs> Disrupting. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know, have you ever heard of Josh? Too, apparently. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Josh Burson? Yes. Okay. He said, and I saw him, I'm going to have to block somebody because of the noise. Okay. I don't know who it is, but he said just yesterday at that higher view conference, he said 60, apparently he said this 61% of companies think their company does a terrible job of recruiting. Does that sound reasonable to you? Who would actually say that? The recruiters in the company, the CEO, 61% of companies think their company does a terrible job of recruiting. Does that sound reasonable? It sounds like something unhappy hiring managers with no skin in the game would say. Okay. Now you said about one of your hiring managers, you've got a lot of bad things to say about your hiring manager, but some of them are good. And you say, one of my, <laughs> one of my hiring managers, <laughs> one of my hiring managers posted a status update about hiring yes. on LinkedIn. Yes. I shared it. And now I'm being flooded with fairly decent resumes. What happened? Can yes, you fill that awesome. story in? It was well, fantastic. Yeah. So, he posted, hey, we're hiring. If you have less than a year outside of school, send your resume to me because he's our university recruiting champ as well. And if you have you know, more than a year post-location, send your resume to Amy. And so he got a few people trickled in, not a whole lot. I shared that update, and then next thing you know, the floodgates opened. We were both just inundated with uh, resumes. So, But it was great. I mean, we had a, a decent amount of people that we could – not only used for our specific team, but then some people that I could share out more broadly as well. So I think it was great. It was a very simple, you know, two-line comment, but it just it opened the floodgates. It was a good thing. Yeah, I love here's that what, 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 what I want to understand. No, no, no. You stop now. I want to yeah. understand. I want to understand. How uh, was it the content? Uh, how come it didn't, you know, bring in a lot of people when he shared it himself? Why did it bring a lot of people in? When you shared it, because it sounds like it was a unique experience for you. You, you might have learned how to use LinkedIn in a way that you didn't know before. Like, what, what was happening now, there? I think it was, first of all, I think the reason I got a bigger response is because I just have a much bigger network. I, I'm connected to probably ten times the people that this guy was, maybe. And, but I think the reason it worked and why people responded to it is because here's a real live manager who is saying, hey, we are hiring. It's not just a recruiter because we all know there are so many spammers out there. A recruiter calls, you know, 50 times a day. It's unusual, I think, for a manager who actually is in the position to pull the trigger to be the one to raise their hands and say, hey, we're hiring. So I think it just okay. landed some reality. Yeah. That's the okay. unique factor right there. Okay. 
Uh, okay. Now you also asked a hiring manager to help you draft a pitch that you could put out there <laughs> yeah. for candidates. And this guy yeah. said to you, uh, I've never had to do this no in my way. 20 years of recruiting. You know, what's going on? That's Is this fact. something new? Oh, what is he, an idiot? How could a person work for 20 years? And, and I don't know. <laughs> how did you solve I, honestly, that problem? Honestly, I don't work. I, I just uh, I told his boss that this is what needed to be done, and either he could get this guy to do it or he'd get somebody else to do it, but it was going to get done. So I ended up working with someone else. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, his okay. boss was on board. Yeah, the, the leader was like, we're, yeah, of course you're going to do this. Of course we need this okay. done. So it's now, fine. I, I, I saw you also had a discussion with Rob. I won't mention his last name where you guys said <laughs> there's a problem because he's, you know, he backed out of being the guest because he's, you know, he left his last company. I don't want to screw him up. He said, uh, he said, if you are too good, if you've got a really good candidate pipeline and when you get a, mm-hmm. a, a job order and you bring in someone quickly, that's really bad. These guys just think you've got a tree on which the candidates are growing, and uh, it's not good to make it look too easy. I remember Steve Finkel said that like 20 years ago. You seem to be saying the exact same thing today. Am I right about that? That it's not good to make it look easy? Yeah. I, Who doesn't know no, that? I don't, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they, look, everybody's going to have, no matter if I'm too slow or too fast, I mean, there's no Goldilocks here. You know, they're they're going to, somebody who is determined to be unhappy with recruiting is going to be unhappy no matter what you do. Okay, so this wasn't a generic thing. It was dealing with some other kind of freak, okay? That's not the impression I got. And I noticed you changed your story when you heard Jerry disagreeing with you. You you backed up. You didn't want you didn't want to have to take I him changed, on. Okay. What, what story did I, I change? I didn't disagree with okay, her. Come on, Jerry, let's rumble. <laughs> I'll knock you out, Maureen, woman. Maureen, she backed off from Jerry, didn't she? Maureen, <laughs> I'm right. You'll have, right? you have to ask Amy that. Amy, I, I don't think, Amy, Amy won't admit it. She's afraid of Jerry. How am I backing well, off? She's afraid of Jerry. Uh, Jerry. I'm you'll not afraid to, of Jerry. I you'll have to do a rerun Jerry. and listen to the evidence. She agreed yeah, okay. with me. Okay. Man, well, I don't Jerry and I usually agree. So usually we don't agree with you. Uh, <laughs> Amy, Amy, you've also Jerry. had problems with hiring managers who want minute-by-minute updates on the search, right? Yeah. How do you deal with them? Amy, bandanas you, by Hannah. I will meet with I will meet with you. Yeah, I'm gonna buy a bandana for them and a cat to go with it. You know um, what? No, this is show's half over. Let's pick it up. Let's pick up the quality for the last half, okay? Please. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wonder so, what was so missing during the first half. Do you want an answer half. or do you want to yell some more? I'm not yelling, okay? You, but I'm gonna be good? blocking people. Ready? I'm gonna be blocking people in a few minutes, so go ahead. Oh gosh. I have a particular cadence that we're going to work on. I will meet with you every two weeks. You can invite anyone you want to the meeting. I will provide you a weekly update in the beginning stages if that's helpful. But um, I, I tightly manage my calendar. And I will respectfully decline invites. I will – because people know I go into the very first meeting setting that up. Here's how we're going to work together. 
I mm-hmm. rarely get pushback. Sometimes I do, and when I do get pushback, hey, as we discussed the very first time we met, this is our cadence. This is what you're going to get from me. What about that doesn't work for you? How How is this going to change? You know, you're asking to, to meet every day or whatever. What difference do you expect to see if we did that? And more, is- I can't think of a single time, at least uh-huh. lately, that we haven't just, Done it the right way. What it's, is it's cadence not, this mean? isn't hard. This is the. What is cadence? How often we're gonna do something? The, the, oh my gosh! Are you seriously looking for like a textbook definition? Well, you're talking about cadence. Canadian translator box. Uh, you're talking about cadence. Not every one of the not everybody the sequence, in the audience. It's the, the the sequence of meetings. How. The, the rhythm under which we are going rhythm. to have this relationship. You know what? Tempo, I think that's an hey. yeah, that's a phony term to make Benchmark. you sound sophisticated. Okay, that's a musical no, wait, term. I liked it. it work? I liked it. <laughs> that's not a phony term. I think it is. It's not okay. a phony term at all. Maybe I've been here too long. This is how we talk. <laughs> Cadence, Jim, is that a phone? Maureen, is yeah. that a phony term? Maureen. Cadence. Wait. Yeah. Talking about meetings with the hiring manager, cadence. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, but, but you, yeah, well, I do loser. work with really smart PhDs, and they totally understand what I say when I say that. Yeah. So I'm, maybe I'm not a yeah. PhD. I guess that's my problem. Surprisingly, I maybe. understood it too. Well, you've got I'm uneducated. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Would you he answer these the questions? Would you answer these questions? Would you answer these questions from a, a candidate, Amy? I got this from you, okay? Number yeah. one, how long have you been recruiting in this industry? Would you answer that? Sure. Or would you would you see it as an unfair challenge? No, I, I would answer the question. What are the reasons for this I position think... being open? You'll tell them that, right? Absolutely. Okay. Number three, what has your client liked or not liked about the candidates you've presented so far? Will you answer that? Yes. Okay. Final one. What are the roles are you currently working on is perhaps I can help you get closer to the right candidate for those roles. Would you give the person a list of everything you're working on? Sure. I mean, I would give them – I wouldn't give them like a laundry list of requisitions, but I would give them these are the kind of people we're looking for. Okay, you wouldn't say because so you haven't discussed. You wouldn't for that a candidate. Yeah, yeah I mean, I can't think that. of a candidate that would want to know that. <laughs> yeah, that's absurd. Okay, got to do another ad. Hey, I don't, everybody. I don't see any, yeah, I don't see yeah. Amy, 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 got to earn some money. Okay. Look, our guest today, Amy Miller, posted this on Twitter just yesterday. She said, I just demoed Hire Tool. H I R E T U A L. Oh my, she says. I can't wait to get in there and play with all this sourcing goodness. Uh, she bakes cakes. She knows about goodness, right? And remember what Brian Fink said? He said he spent hours teaching new recruiters how to build search strings. And then he showed them how to do it on Hire Tool. And then said, they said, hey, Brian, what are we going to learn how to build these complicated search strings for when Hire Tool can do it for us in seconds, right? And here's what Aaron Daniels, another sourcing guru, said just last week. Hire Tool is the hottest freaking sourcing tool on the recruiting scene right now, and it has a great 
Boolean generator. Because that's what Hire Tool does. It builds a search string for you for searching on Facebook, for searching on GitHub, for searching on LinkedIn. I think also in uh, what other tech ones? What's that one? Stackhouse? Yeah. Anyway, finally, I'm going to give you another quote. Ivan Stoyanovich, you think that's an Irish name? The guy calls himself the Irish recruiter. He said, Hire Tool does a nice does, does nice Boolean strings. I'm sorry, does. Hire tool does nice Boolean strings. I just used it this morning, and the results are quite useful right out of the box, but you can also tweak it if you want to, okay? So go and check out HireTool.com, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L. Amy, it's a fun demo, right? The yeah, demo's it really fun. was. It, it was good. It, yeah. it, it does, and he didn't put any pressure on you, did he? Not even a little bit. No, he answered okay, all of our questions. Go. He ran some sample searches. It was great. Yeah, it's a fun. Nobody it takes about half an Takes Okay. Does anybody here want to ask Amy a question? I've dominated. You know, we're not getting along with each other very well today. Anybody <laughs> else want to ask her a question? Anybody? Really starting open the floor. I, I consider I consider Amy one of the best presenters, uh, most uh, listenable people, uh, and uh, with good content in the recruiter sphere. I have a, a, a lot of a respect and admiration for her, but I'm I'm just having a, a tug of war with her today. Okay, with the way she's going on. So if somebody else wants to talk to her. This is your moment. Don't tell me I didn't give you a chance. Okay. Here's a question I got Nobody from Jerry, and I've, uh, I, I've seen other people. I got this from okay. Jerry. I, I've seen other people ask this, so don't tell me okay. it's a bad question. How many typos are okay on a resume before you reject a candidate? Oh, I, I don't look at them that closely, probably to find enough typos to reject a candidate. I'm far more concerned about someone's ability to code. I, I don't look when I look at a resume. I'm looking for a few things. I'm looking to see do they have the right educational background, computer science or something related to that. Um, how do they have a decent <laughs> tenure at companies where I know they do similar work? And um, yeah, that's kind of it. I mean, at that point, I'm on the phone with them, you know, or I or I'm setting up a call or something. So I don't spend probably enough time pouring over the details of a resume to even pick up on too many typos. Yeah, I don't believe you. And who, can who I, can can I clarify my question a little bit? Yeah, I was just ahead. asking. I was simply yeah. asking, okay? That's all I was doing. Animal makes it seem like one typo, and I'm going to slam it in the trash can or something. <laughs> and it's different I was just for asking everybody, right? Unlike I mean, what Animal does with his group, which is posting excerpts <laughs> of crap from years thing. ago, I ask relevant stuff. <laughs> yes. And, and that's exactly the point, Jerry. It's different for everyone. It depends on the it's industry. It depends on how important resumes even are. I don't even see resumes very often until we're ready to interview they might even somebody. Be we're going off of... Yeah, I mean, they, they, apparently they're dead. They but, you know, dead. I don't get them in the mail anymore, so there's that. But the resume <laughs> to me is not as relevant as it was 10 years ago or even in certain fields. If I'm hiring a copywriter or I'm hiring someone who, who is a, a communicator or that's part of their job, that's a different thing. I'm hiring engineers who are writing code all the day. I don't care about their yep. resume. Does anybody understand what she's talking Amy. about? Resumes are important. Gosh, I, and you're out, 
Amy is hey, first a of all, Jerry, 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 first of all, you're a big dope. Yeah. First of all, you asked that question. People gave you legitimate answers, and the answers seemed to say about two. After, and you asked it for someone who's going to earn $100,000. They say, after yeah. two mistakes, forget the guy. And then I thought it was an interesting question, but then I started seeing it all over the place. Lots of people are concerned about the same thing. Don't tell me I took your question and made it into something you didn't intend it to be, Okay. I, Go ahead. I just clarified it, dude. As to the audience, okay? Let Amy talk, will you? If you come across an engineer who has a CS degree and has been working for at least three years in the field and they have three or more typos on their resume, please send them to me. I will gladly take them off your hands. But you said you don't see resumes. What do you see? LinkedIn profiles? Yeah, LinkedIn profiles a lot or uh, personal blogs, especially for the PhD community. A lot of times we're looking at their um, their own personal stuff, names on publications, stuff like that. For me, it's just let's just get to the contact info. We'll deal with the resume stuff later. You know, that usually okay. by the time we get to a point where we're having a resume discussion, we've already talked at least once or maybe twice, and we figured out, hey, we may have something that's interesting to you. Okay. Because now I you can get said, somebody on the phone and, and they can walk me through their background. Everything that might be on a resume, I can get verbally from them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now you said, with regards to phoning people, you said, for yeah. God's sake, for God's sake, if the majority is of, of tech candidates are telling us clearly how they want to be approached, how arrogant yeah. is it to, to insist that the phone is the only way real recruiters recruit. It's incredibly arrogant. Incredibly arrogant. I tell you what I do see on a fair number of resumes, the few I look at, they will list a phone number and an email address, and they'll have next to the email preferred method of contact. I have also seen lots of resumes that don't have a phone number at all. And that doesn't bother you. it doesn't bother me at all. Why? Why wouldn't I? What difference does it make as long as I get them in process? You know, we get to a phone call fairly quickly. But if we have you're to change a couple to be of emails able to first, back somebody okay. into a corner and power close them, Amy, and you can't do that with email. <laughs> See, this is this a problem that I have with the arrogance of a fair number of our fine community. We are so sure that we can only use the phone to engage candidates. If you don't, you're not a real recruiter. We are so sure that anyone who dares extend an offer that gets rejected just sucks at their job. The arrogance is so obscene with, with oh. how we approach these things. We're so narrow-minded and mm-hmm. so sure that there's only one way to do things Talking that we forget you, that there's 47,000 ways to skin a cat. You want to have a cat fight not, with her, no, Maureen? Something no, I don't want to have a cat, cat fight. Okay. Okay. Why would okay. I want to have a cat uh, fight with her? Wait a minute, wait a minute. I want to redact my comment there because that was sexist. And I don't want any part of that. Okay. <laughs> Too late. Sorry. But I think, that, I'm learning. I think that Maureen and I would agree that there's nothing wrong with honoring a candidate's wishes and how they want to be communicated with. 
That's am right. I am I wrong, Maureen, in saying no, that you're that's absolutely a crazy? Right. I mean, you, you agree yeah, with that, right? You are you are wrong, but, but I'm I not going to argue with you about it. I also recognize the value in what Maureen does and the work that she turns out. She's amazing at what she does. So in her yeah, world okay. and in the stuff that yeah. she's working on, I don't know on, how you can say that after she, what she, after that speech. After that speech you gave us, I don't know how you can praise what she does. That she's on forks on the phone, okay? I've never seen anybody make a more impassioned speech about but any I've aspect never... of recruiting than you just said. You said it's obscene to the call someone on the phone. That you have uh, unbelievable. Said, no, no, no. I said it's obscene to think that is the only way to do it. It is a great way to do it if it works for you. If your industry is one that responds to that, if you get the results that you need, then do it. Do it all day long. But don't okay. you dare yeah. comment other people who do it differently and just as successfully. Okay. That's my now point. You, al- you also made a big point online about using email. You prefer email to uh, when you turn down candidates and said, we don't want you. Okay. You like to do it by email, and it sounded like because you don't have the guts to do it. Uh, personally, do I do I strike you as a person who's afraid of much? You said animal? you said clearly that you have to. Ma- you said here. talk about sexist. You said you have to man up. When you said first of all, I, I asked them right at the start. I, I don't know if if yeah. it's when your first contact. If you, you say you're either no. going to get hired, you know, and, and and if I turn you down, how do you want me to do it? I don't know if you do that in the yeah. first session. Yeah, no, I and, do and, that during the interview prep. So you are coming in to interview. You, you've got a full day schedule with my team. Here's what that looks like. We go over what to expect that day. We go over logistics of the day. We also then go over follow-up. There's, there's one of two things clearly that's going to happen here. Either you're going to offer or you're not. In the case that you don't, I will gladly share any feedback that I can share. Sometimes that is very, very minimal. Um, and I will also, we can, I can schedule a call with you now. We can, I can call you if you want me to just drop you an email. Like I want to do, again, it goes back to honoring how the person wishes to be communicated with. Why is this a foreign concept to you? Okay, but when do you do that? When you're actually bringing them in for the interview or on your, I thought it was yes. your first contact with them. No, this is when we have decided, okay, you are coming in for an interview. I meet all of my candidates the day of their interview. I go uh-huh. to my client's building, I spend a half an hour with them at the beginning of their day, and then I walk them to the office of the first person they're interviewing with. So what happens in that half-hour conversation? Okay. And the, but my impression was that um, you said you only hire about three or four people a month, and you spend a lot of time yeah. with each of the candidates on the phone, and you get uh, to mm-hmm. like them and feel very uh, personally close to them. So you don't you don't feel good about <laughs> not, not you don't feel good about, you don't feel good about calling them calling them up and say you're not good enough for us. You'd rather do it by email. And here's the thing: it's you say, not Look, really a preference. Okay. Yes, you did. In this case, I can quote your words back to you, but let me finish. Quote but me. you said also, let me finish, please. You also said that most of these people. They don't really care if you don't want them because they've got multiple offers. Big deal. You don't want them? Just let them know by uh, email. They just want an update, a yes or no. They don't, they don't need a song and dance about, you know, why they struck out and, you know, what they should do in the future and stuff like that. Right? That's, that's what you said. Right. right? And, and again, it goes back to what 
do you want to hear? And, and a lot of times, again, with the candidates that we are saying no to, they're okay with that. They have other opportunities or they're happy at their current job or whatever. It's not a big deal. I could probably count on one hand, at least in the last six months, ones what they have actually said, can you give me some feedback? Can you tell me what I can do differently next time? You know, uh -huh. it's very rare. Usually they're like, okay, but here's the other thing. We don't have rules in my company where if you don't get an offer today, you have to wait six months to interview again. You can interview again tomorrow. There may be another team down the hall that would be perfect for you. So let's pursue that if you're interested. Uh -huh. Okay. Look, you said – uh, well, actually, somebody else said, a guy who's going to be on the, a guest on the show in a few weeks, uh, he said that a, he figures about 10% of uh, internal corporate recruiters are good. Do you think that's underestimating or that's generally the way it is internal, external, everywhere? Is the 10% a good figure that, you know, how many, what percentage of the, all the recruiters in the world are competent? 10%, would you say? No, I think that's ridiculous. If, if only... 10% of a field was competent. How do we ever get anything done? That's ludicrous. But it also depends on how is he defining good. You know, I don't know who this person is. I don't know where they got this information or why they feel this way. But if you're saying you know hey, 10% is. You know who he is. No, He's I, ranted you about have it. You have to yes, remind you me because I don't know. Okay. Well, I don't no. want to reveal his name. Okay. I mean, there's I, I been a few that have ranted. So, you know, it could be any number of people, I suppose. Any of my fans. <laughs> okay. Amy, Anybody else got a question for Amy? Anybody else want to comment on that? Question for Amy. What How about do you the define noise? a good recruiter? What if, who are I these ten percent that are so good? What do they do? What is it that makes them good? What's the measure of a good recruiter that the other ninety okay, yeah, percent yeah, are well, I don't need a lot of rhetoric from you. I don't need a lot of. Uh, uh, I think you do. You know, I think you absolutely let's, let's talk, do. Let's, let's get to the nitty-gritty, okay? What about a nosy gatekeeper? You want to call somebody, the gatekeeper insists on knowing who you are and why you're calling. What do you do? I'm Amy Miller. You've heard of me. I'm a regular on the animal show. Yeah, is that what you tell no, the I'm, secretary? I'm or? I, that's it. I just, yeah, I don't know. It's, I'm Amy Miller. I'm, I'm calling about a job, whatever. I'm, I'm calling to network. I, you know, I don't have, I've said this on your show a thousand times if I've said it once. I don't have a lot of game around this. I don't pretend to be something I'm not. You know, hey, this, this guy was referred to me by somebody I'm working with, or hey, I found his contact information. I wanted to talk to him about, you know, being a PhD, whatever. I don't really run into that, though. No? No. No? So when you call to recruit know. somebody, when you call to recruit yeah. somebody at Amazon or Google or Facebook, you never get anybody saying, you know, because oh, you're sending email. Is that why? Is that how you get around it? You're well, using email? Probably, or I'm calling their cell phone. And how do you get the cell numbers? Your your sources get it? Well, some yeah. Sometimes it's on a resume. <laughs> okay. But but again, animal. Seriously, to to that point. More often than not, first. You know what? I was talking about email. source candidates. You said you source people. Uh, I didn't think you had the resume yeah. up front. Okay, fine. But even no, if you I, have the resume, I will usually email them. But I, I okay. don't usually have the resume. Well, let me do an usually, ad. Again, let me do an ad. Let me do an ad before I get depressed. Let me do an ad, please. Oh, too well, late. Let me fight with you. Let me do okay. <laughs> no, it isn't. You know what? We, we, uh, look, you've got time. You're at home in your yoga pants with your wine and stuff. I we am. can go over. Don't okay? make yeah, up. we can go over. <laughs> we can go over for old time's sake, okay? Look. Hey, everybody. 
it's the recruiting animal here for PC Recruiter. You know, just the other day, I'm going to do this one in more of a professional tone. Hey, just the other day on my Facebook group, a guy named Steve Schwartz said, PC Recruiter offers great support and features that help me make placements. It's totally worth the cost compared to the value. Totally, right? Here's Nick Mazur. I'm using their names. We use PC Recruiter, and we love it. I have demoed a ton of systems, and they have the most robust features. And here's what I saw someone else say. I'm a solo recruiter, and I use PC Recruiter. I'm very pleased, even though I probably don't use all of its features. And here's another. I've been using PC Recruiter for six months, and I like it. And here's why. It's very configurable it's very configurable and that's one of the things about pc recruiter that's why it's totally suited to any kind of recruiting you can be a direct employer you can be a a temp staffing office or you can be a headhunter but pc recruiter loves you pc recruiter accommodates you you can be a big company you can be a small company pc recruiter can accommodate all of your needs so go check them out at PCRecruiter.net, PCRecruiter.net, and tell them animals sent you. Back to Amy. Amy, you know you're one of my favorites, okay? I don't know why we're not getting you're along today. But Yeah, thank you, dear. Okay, but if I, I wasn't joking when I was singing in a hard day's night at the beginning, right? Okay, so look, uh, when I get home to you, that's what John probably says. When I get home to you, I find the things that you do, they make me feel all right. Okay, but not on the show today. The things you're doing are not making me feel all right. (laughs) Although I have to say, I did like, I like that tirade you did about the phone. (laughs) I love that stuff. Okay, I I love that. And I'd like to see. Yeah, okay, I'd like to see someone do that at SourceCon or something. Rant for five or ten minutes about the phone. Say how obscene it is. <laughs> no, it's not. The phone is not obscene. The idea that there is only yeah, yeah, one you told way us already. To okay, don't don't let it go to your head. I know I I complimented you. I wanted to warm you up for the next few minutes. Don't oh, go Lord. crazy, okay? Now you said. You don't hesitate to cut interviews short. If you're on the phone with somebody and you see that this person is no good for you, it's goodbye, mister or sister. Am I right about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I say it exactly like that, too. Yeah, really? Like, goodbye, mister. Our time is done. <laughs> yeah, oh, really. Can you give us some examples of when that's happened? And then I sing, you're no good, you're no good, you're no, no good. I, I channel a little, little uh, Linda Ronstadt, you know. Just okay, for- yeah. Uh-huh. That's a good video, too. Good measure. But can, you, can you tell yeah. us how that works? How do you, how do you wrap it up? Yeah. I mean, Okay, so based on what we've discussed so far, this role is probably not the one for you. I'd be happy to share your resume more broadly. If you want to send me an email with some specific opportunities you're interested in, I can try to get you connected. But this particular team I'm recruiting for, I don't think it's going to have what you're looking for. Uh, okay, where thanks. do you see Bye. that exactly, Amy? I, I got a feeling that I can do this job. Why? Okay, so you throw it back in his or her court, right? Make them yeah. prove it to you. What, what am I missing? What, yeah, what, okay. am, what am I missing? I, I don't think anyone said that. <laughs> but, you know, I, yeah, why, well, what makes you say that? This is going into overtime. You have um, hiring managers sometimes, these foolish people, yes. and they want to use an agency 
when they don't have the money. You know they don't have the yeah. money in their budgets. They oh, call I don't you know up what and their say, budget is. No, you, oh, this is what you said. You know, they yep. call you up. They say uh, they want you to talk to this uh, uh, third-party firm, and you say, great. And you have approval to pay the fee out of your budget, and they don't. That that shuts them down right away. That was the implication I got. Is that true or false? Yes. That, that is an actual conversation that I have had in the past where a manager has called me or emailed me and said, hey, I saw this great resume from this third-party firm. Can you help us get engaged with them? And I say, great. Glad you found someone you like. By the way, you know, make sure you've got the authority to sign an agreement or pay the fee or whatever. And I swear to God, I have had several come back and say, oh, wait, there's, there's a fee? Um, what yes. are they, so maybe you want to go back to Mr. Third Party, your BFF, and have that discussion. And they're like, oh, well, never mind then. I don't know, Animal. I don't ask them, you know, is this your first rodeo? But I just say, hey, FYI, this is something you want to, you know, be mindful of before you get too far down the road. And it kills the deal every time. And then I've got a bunch of agencies who are mad at me because I supposedly got in the way. Yeah, okay, but you, took, you said you, you down, said but okay. But you said, look, uh, they get mad at you for screwing up their deals. And you say, look, are you mad at me because I'm trying to make sure you get paid? Exactly. Exactly. Sorry for wow. throwing a little bit of reality into your uh, little love fest you thought you had going here. But, yeah, if a manager or a, or a particular business group is not willing to pay a fee or is not aware that there's going to be a, a percentage tied to this person, then, you know, this isn't your client. Okay. You know, I had an interesting question from Jim or a quote from Jim because uh, somebody was looking for uh, a way to test his client is a third party agency, I guess. Uh, the client wanted to have an honesty assessment of the candidates. He didn't know what he should do. So Jim, Jim Durbin, who was on a while ago, I don't know if he's still here. Uh, he said, I don't know if it's jokingly. He said, yeah, I think it was a joke. He said, you ask the candidate if you found an envelope, <laughs> If, sorry, if you found an envelope in Las Vegas that had $1,000 in it and no marking of any kind, what would you do? I thought that, I think he meant it as a joke, but I thought it was an interesting question. Anybody else comment on that? Goodness. <laughs> you know, Where did I find think, it? <laughs> I, I, you, think, that. you think that's, a, that's the same as the ham and cheese on a bagel question? I'm really hungry. I missed breakfast to, you know, to take this call. Okay. So okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll say I'm, I'm going to save there. the rest. I'm going to save the rest. Hold on. Let me wait. Just so there's a pile of people who aren't open yet. They called in late. Just to, well, let's does open anybody? It up. Yeah, does anybody have a question for Amy before we end the show? Anybody who just I open their line. They would like to talk to the great Amy uh, Alla, uh, Amy Miller. Yeah, I mean, I hope that's your. Uh, how do you feel? Yeah, I'm Martin Snyder here. How do you feel about PC Recruiter, Amy? You know, how does I she know about? What does she know about PC Recruiter? <laughs> I've heard good things. That was rhetorical. People that seem to, to like it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a rhetorical this is just, 
Do you, do you have a question? Mrs. Martin Snyder, the, the, the CEO uh, at Main Sequence Technologies, which makes PC Recruiter. Uh, he's a tough customer. He's had tangled with Amy before. I don't want to bring that same <laughs> sexual issue. <laughs> I don't want to bring that up again. But is there anything else you guys oh, want to fight about before the show ends? Okay. No, right? No. I thought it was Anybody else? Day. Anybody else want to ask Amy a question? No. No, Amy. You know, maybe maybe there'll be some people sniping later. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. You can always come back if we can, we got some more anger. Is, is I would there, love to come there... back. You know I'm always willing to to yeah, be involved. Yeah, Very yeah. Come on to, now. Let's do this let's again. Do this. Sure. Anything that you – some parting words, something that you think about that recruiters are doing wrong that you feel you'd like to share with them every now, now and again? You want to leave with uh, some parting words? What I think recruiters are doing wrong? Oh, my yeah. God. That's a whole other show, animal. Okay. I'll let it go. So I'm going to thank. <laughs> I'm going to thank Maureen Cherub, Kathy Manis, Jim Durbin, Martin Snyder. Who else has been on? No, today nobody else called in except Amy Sherry. Miller, the great Amy Miller. Thank you. Where's the music? Oh, okay animal was okay but the show itself i just same old thing as a recruiter there's there's nothing i'm going to now take to my desk and i am in a state of constant listening learning and applying that's my thing i got nothing from this show i'm not going to do anything new that's what i'm looking for in my learning phase of my career